following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? I'm the Nickel City Nightmare, and this is Common Debauchery. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I, as always, am the Nightmare, and I am here with doing... We're doing back-to-back with Rotten Jack. That's what we're doing today. What's up, man? What's going on? How are we so, doing? Living the good. dream? We're yeah. doing, doing I mean, cool it was, stuff? It was so nice that I had to do it twice. Yeah, man. Listen, it was a good time last week, so we're dialing up episode two in a row. It's like 19 for the ep- for the series. Yeah, so two, like, two what's, what's the ruling here? Like, I do like three, and I get upgraded from like special guest to like series regular? Uh, listen, we keep on this place, you're just going to be called a co-host, so I mean, that'll be... We're, right, we're gonna cool. we're gonna find uh, we're we're gonna talk to to Matt from the network. We're gonna, gonna get like cool pictures taken. We can promote the whole thing. It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be All good. right. Yeah, it can be it can be a thing. Um, so we have some fun this week. Uh, this episode is actually brought to you by the Pocklets by My Pillows. Uh, it's a blanket with a pocket, perfect for storing your money since you, since you can't trust the banks. <laughs> So uh, we have a fake sponsor for this week, as you you just heard, and it made my I didn't I didn't tell Rotten Jack what it was beforehand, but the reason this is <laughs> he, so funny. He told me we had a fake sponsor for this week. But didn't he tell didn't him tell what, it me was. what it was. Uh, it's the Pocklet. The which pocklet. funny story. <laughs> I have a hoodie blanket, so it's a hoodie that is made of like really soft like fleece, and it's got a huge pocket in it. It's awesome. Yeah. But, so. The first time I ever came over to Jaws's house. That's like, what I was wearing. Yeah. Like, the first time I ever came over, uh, I came over to watch the Royal Rumble. And, like, I walk in, and, like, he's wearing, like, this fucking whoopee. And I looked at it, and, like, I thought, like, it was a joke at first. And then, Are like, you wearing a Snuggie? No. No, I'm not. But, like. It's better. After the fact, like, I kept looking at him, and I'm like, yo, that motherfucker looks so comfortable in yeah. that thing. I'm like, I want yeah. one. Yeah. So the reason we picked this, uh, shout out to, uh, again, another network host here, Johnny Townsend, uh, for throwing this one my way. I was asking for a fun, um, a business with conspiracy theories behind it. And this came up because, well, first off, we are doing conspiracy theories as a topic today. Yeah, I mean, because Allie wanted us to do Ask the Internet again, but like... I you went know, back and I listened to like a bunch of your the old podcasts from here, and you've done like we, we, internet, we did we like, did three three out of three out of four three out of four in a row, and I'm just like ah, we got to do something differently. People aren't going to want to listen to Ask the Internet again, and uh, I had to shave Jaws's face here this week. You know, we weren't going to mention that, but okay, yeah, he. Uh, I'm he, sad about it. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm sad about it. Uh, yeah, you were as upset as I was. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe slightly less because it's on less, my face, but but like like I made you do the first pass with the the trimmers to like knock it down. I'm like, "Listen, man, like if we're actually doing this, like I'm not going to be held liable for this. Like you need to make the first pass and then yeah, you you I'll, can you uh, can I'll fix it up." Yeah, and that's what it really was was just you looking and saying like, "Well, I'm going to fix the fact that you just fucked up your beard with yeah. the clippers." So So real uh, quick though, like let these people know, like, what do you think about that service that I gave you? Though? Listen, okay, so my man did what I believe is called the Imperial Shave. Yes, the Imperial Shave. So this was hot towel, straight razor, like, facial mud mask. There was, uh, like, a face mas- massage involved. Yes. There, like, uh, the whole thing was just 45 minutes of bliss. I literally turned off the hand massagers after giving him like a 5 minute facial massage with like massage like v- basically giant vibrators that attach to the back of my hands. Awesome. Um awesome. I turned them off and the only words that can come out of this man's mouth were holy shit. That was amazing. Yeah, I walked out of there not giving a shit that I just had to shave my glorious glorious beard. And then I saw a mirror, and it was a little different again. But still, I was very relaxed. It was very comfortable. That service was fantastic. And if you are in the western New York area, check out Three Dog Barber and sign up for that shit. You will not be disappointed. We also uh, – we actually in uh, offer that service without the shave. Uh, you can book just like a regular facial. But like if you're also like one of the like amazing bearded human beings out there, uh, we also do an imperial beard where I'll – Trim up your beard, get your beard looking as kingly and godly as I can, 
and then we'll do the uh, like the facial massage and the mud mask and all that stuff after the fact. Um, but you don't gotta sacrifice your beard to get it. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So, uh, and that that should speak volumes to anybody who knows me personally. You know that I do a lot of put a lot of pride in my beard. Uh, I took a lot of time and effort to research the products I use on it, and you know it. Many times in my life, my beard has looked good, and every time I end up having to regrow it, it ends up looking better and better somehow. And a lot of that has to do with the stuff that I use, and a lot of it has to do with the people that I help that I have helping me take care of it. And my man Rotten Jack here is one of them. So I appreciate that. Man. Feel feel free to check that stuff out. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. You, the, just Google the Three Dog Barber; it'll show up. Uh, they are also listed as an official beard barber on the Beard Struggle website. Beard Struggle being the stuff that I use. I can get you. A discount code for that just use jaws 15 at checkout get 15 percent off and that is the end of the plugs i promise uh we are here to talk conspiracy theories and yes conspiracy theories are fun because it takes the wildest weirdest things that we can think of and gives us explanations to things that we don't necessarily understand and there's things that we don't understand that you just create stories behind and these things becomes conspiracy theories because like to some extent there's some truth or some like believability to it at least right Right. Like, I think that every conspiracy theory is derived from at least at least one tiny little nugget of truth so that it, someone takes and just runs with. And then, like, it, it goes from that tiny little nugget of truth and it just expands into something greater. And, like, some of them are completely outrageous. Some of them are completely plausible. Uh, and some of them, uh, the two that I'll talk about today, I firmly downright believe. So it's funny because, um, like conspiracy theories can be bred in like the simplest shred of truth. And one of them that I'm going to bring up as, I don't know how overly believable they are, but it's the men in black. And so the men in black are basically just generic everyman looking dudes that show up in black suits and they're heavily associated with like UFO sightings and stuff like that. And they've been seen like on security cameras and whatnot in areas where you like recent UFO sightings have happened. And they like, it actually like this entire theory is what stemmed the men in black movie franchise. And there's actually conspiracy about that, that the reason like there was a, a, like a rash of sea of like these these men in black being seen and shortly thereafter the movies came out to distract from the real men in black. Right. Because if people see like a, a fantastical movie made with like Will Smith, like hunting down aliens and stuff like that, like people are going to go like, Oh no, like whatever company like made a movie about that. Like these, these guys aren't real. Like there's no way this is real. So this whole this whole thing started in 1947. Uh, Harold Dahl claimed to have been warned not to talk about his alleged UFO sighting on Maori Island by a man in a dark suit. Then the uh, 1950s UFOologist, which apparently is a thing, uh, Albert Bender claimed he was visited by men in dark suits who threatened and warned him not to continue investigating UFOs. Uh, Bender maintained that the men in black were a secret government agents who had been given the task of suppressing evidence of UFOs. So, like, there's some claims here but there like there have been pictures of two dudes that like right weren't checked into a hotel walking into a hotel and like it's the whole thing's weird man it's it's a wild concept but again born in the slightest shred of truth that at some point the same two dudes have been seen walking into different establishments right for no reason shortly after ufo sightings yeah that's it it's the only bit of truth and like the government has in this past year, like while the pandemic's going on and, you know, everyone's focused on like everyone's like pinpoint focused on the pandemic. Right. No right. one's looking at any other news. Um, the government actually released data basically saying like, oh, yeah, like UFOs are real. Like we have they- evidence. We have shit at Area 51, yada, yada, yada. Right. But not to plug another podcast, but like if anyone listens to Joe Rogan, um, Joe Rogan had a really amazing podcast uh, about a year ago now um, where he talked to Bob Lazar. And if anyone knows, if anyone's into like UFOs, and like Area 51 conspiracy, you know who Bob Lazar is. So Bob Lazar was a guy who claims to have worked at Area 51 
and was working on like reverse engineering alien technology that right. was at Area 51. Um, so if you want like a lot more information on like UFOs and stuff like that, like definitely go check out. Like I said, it's probably about a year ago, but check out Joe Rogan's podcast like with Bob Lazar and the stuff that that man had to say. Amazing. I mean, he's even got Listen, a Netflix it's, show. It's, it's interesting because these these are topics that like when you look at them, it's easy to like. It's easy uh, okay. to dismiss. So so like. Let's let's look at Area Fifty One because that that's on my list of conspiracy theories. Right. Area Fifty One on the surface has been denoted as a top secret Air Force base. Right now, this place is so 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 well guarded that if you're flying like a personal aircraft, and it could just be you like tootling along in your little you know your little air, aircraft, like just you know flying, getting some hours in, you will get a radio transmission saying you are within two two miles of. The airspace above Area 51, this is your only warning. Warning: If you don't divert your trajectory now, you will be shot down, no yes. questions asked. Yeah. And if at the end of the transmission you don't start turning, they start shooting. Yeah. There are signs like two to five miles out from Area 51, yeah, so like the in the hills and mountains, yeah. saying like, turn around or you will so be shot. The actual, we can the see The actual you. Area 51 proper uh, used to be a lot smaller than it was. And then uh, they realized that they needed to extend because they they account, they accounted for like the area proper right okay what they didn't account for was people hearing about this and wanting to see what's going on so now people are like hiking the mountains cuz area 51 is technically like in a valley right um People hiking the mountains and getting like on top of the mountains and peeking down in. So eventually they had enough of that and they had to extend the like exclusion zone of Area 51 to outside. Well the, outside. Well outside. Well outside. I think like, it's, it's probably something like a five, at, at minimum, probably like five mile radius from like Area 51 proper that if you get caught in there, guess what? You probably don't get heard from again. You're never going to get heard from again. Like, no one's going to know whatever happened to you. So, the funny part about this is, um, like, there have been, there are stories that have come out to it that of, of people, like, hiking the mountains not realizing, like, not being there for Area 51 purposes. Right. And, like, they hear or see a gunshot that whizzes by them. And then they hear a voice saying, the next one isn't going to miss. That was your warning shot. Turn around. Yeah. And like, oh. So, and this whole thing stemmed, if you remember back in September of 2019, there was this whole lead up of people saying, uh, like, there was this whole, like, Storm Area 51, <laughs> where people were going to do this whole, like, Let's arms all, back Naruto We're going to Storm run. Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Yes. I, I loved seeing the memes of, like, the battle plans. Yep. Like, all right, all the Kyles, uh, you know, hopped up on their monsters going to be over here. And then we're going to have all the vapors. They're all going to take a giant puff and blow it out and, the, you know, fog the area so then we can have our Naruto runners. Right. You know, and then, right. like, all the Karens are going to be over here, and they're going to ask to speak to all the managers. And Yeah. Like, and, it was hilarious. Right. And then it took on a life of its own with celebrities where, like, the cast of The Office was seen, like, um, holding, a, like holding a piece of paper that all it said was, I'm in, see you on whatever the date. Right. Like, so did you know that the, the guy that originally started like the, the biggest Facebook page about um, uh, Stormy yeah, Area the man 51. who started the movement. Right. He like he started it as an absolute fucking joke. Yeah. Like it was it was something like but dude in his mom's it, basement. Like it took off oh my God. to the point that like the Secret Service and the FBI, the CIA like in, actually investigated him. Investigated him. Like he was on a no fly shit. list. Like he was this, on an actual. This guy no fly started list. this whole movement as a fucking meme. Like no one in their right mind is going to storm Area Fifty One. I mean, I've thought about it. Like whatever, well, so, everyone's thought about it. And, and and this leads me to my point. Like in September of 2019, there was supposed to be this massive event to storm Area Fifty One to find answers. Fast forward to May 2020, the government comes out and says. UFOs exist, aliens yeah. exist, we have proof at Area 51, and the world goes, meh. Like, 
because right, of because what else all, was going on. You know, it, it, it's the whole like left hand, right hand thing. Like, you know, I'm going to show you what's in my right hand, but I'm going to secretly like yeah. hide what's in my left. Yeah. And so that takes us to leads us into one of like, and, and this is a funny conspiracy about the current world that we're in. <laughs> So the reason that nobody blinked at the government basically admitting that Area 51 was chock full of alien aliens, their UFOs, their other technology, and all this other cool stuff, which, again, if you take the time to do some research, like, there's claims of military, like, technology that we don't even know exists, and it's right. because like, of, I mean, like, the alien gov- the contact. The government re- literally, like, did an info dump of, like, hundreds and hundreds of pages of formerly classified documents uh a few months ago, I don't really yeah. know exactly when it was, but a few months ago they did a huge info dump. And if you really want to put the time and effort in, like I'm sure a lot of it is like bullshit and like not even related to like aliens or Area 51 or anything. But uh, there's been a lot of people that have put a lot of time and effort into actually scrounging every page that has been released. And there's a lot of shit in there in regards to like them basically like. They basically tried to like sandwich all the alien material between a bunch of shit. Nobody between wants. Nobody all the bullshit. Like there's like fifteen hundred pages. So like the first like five hundred pages are complete bullshit. No one wants to read. the The last like seven hundred pages are bullshit. No one wants to read. But all that stuff like, but in the middle. But there's a hundred and fifty pages of the stuff that you really want to know right, about. That but like, you really, you really got to get for there it. first. And I mean, there's a lot more people that are a lot more. I mean, I'm into it, but like, right. There's there's a, people that are a lot more into it than me. So I'm just waiting for uh, like the like the Spark Notes version of and, all that shit to come out. And listen, the, if there's anybody who ever wants to come on the show and talk UFOs, Area 51, we're all for oh, it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like we we we've just spent ten minutes talking about it, but so. During the midst of the current pandemic or scamdemic or whatever, we're not talking politics. That's the one thing I will not touch on this ep- on the show um, is is the political climate of the world. And, but if you want to talk about like how this is the state of the world, again, the government came out and said these things are real. Where six months prior to that, we were like, we need to go storm the place to find out, and we and nobody blinked. Because of the current state of the world, the pandemic, whole nine yards. Yeah, everyone's everyone's looking over to the left, and then over on the right, they're like, "Oh, hey guys, like, like, well, we're going to distract you with pandemic, pandemic, pandemic." Oh, by the way, aliens are real. Like, we have proof. No, but the fun part is, the pandemic itself has lent hand to some another awesome one. And and this, we talked about this the other day during during the said uh, face shaving debacle, um, and it actually builds on another. So it, it actually adds a wrinkle to a, another long-existing conspiracy, and that conspiracy is that birds don't exist. Yeah, man. I mean, like, that's the whole reason the pandemic's going on. Like, birds aren't real. They're CIA government drones or FBI drones, whatever. And, uh, you know, the pandemic is going on because the they government need to needs to change the all the batteries in the birds. <laughs> Got to change the batteries in the birds. Listen, like, I'm I'm one to believe conspiracy theories. This one is just a little too much for me. I saw this as a meme, and I thought it was just hilarious that we had to bring it up, that the government, the pandemic's going on because the government has to change the batteries in the birds. But let's be real. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> yes. I have seen baby birds. I'm an outdoorsman. I've I, come across. I know. Like baby birds, yes, but baby pigeon. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? No, because pigeons aren't a thing that live where I live currently. Like if I lived in the city, maybe. Like, But again, th- so this is interesting. I like, this, I, this, this, whole, this whole this, conspiracy theory, like it's, this good, one's it's a fun to talk about, but like, like I definitely don't buy into this one. Yeah, this one's a stretch. Um, there's... All right, so give me... Give me like your first big well, hold your on. first we'll, big we'll, one. Okay, so my first big one is probably one of the heavy hitter originals. Okay. Okay. Shortly after the moon landing, there were some things that came out that people started asking questions about. And there's an entire conspiracy out there that the entire US moon landing with Lance Armstrong, you know, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, that whole thing was filmed in a studio and not actually on the moon. Um, right, which would explain why when they did Apollo 13, why everything went to shit, because they actually never did it before. Like, 
Apollo 13 was probably like their first actual venture to space and they didn't know what the hell was going on. So I, that's just a far stretch. Like, I don't believe that. Yeah. Like, and, and like there, it wasn't the first venture to space, but like it was the first venture of trying to, I, and I, again, I could be wrong on that, but like, so, but, but there were the things that stand out about the moon landing are like, if you go back and watch some of the footage, like there's things that you're like, yeah. how does that work? Like, you know, the, there's a picture of like, okay, he planted the moon and like propped up the flag and because there's no gravity, like the flag stayed upright. Yeah, but somehow like that there's makes four, no sense. But somehow there's four shadows. Yeah, like so, like they're like that would be like the type of shadow cast in a studio type environment, right? Um, because like if the sun, the sun only casts one shadow, it hits you and it causes a shadow behind you. There's no way that there should be multiple unless like physics and reality work different on the moon. Which I mean, I don't know about you, but I've never been to the moon, so I don't know. But like. Technically, like there should have only been one shadow. Okay, so like I just pulled up some pictures, um, and like in a lot of these, there is only one shadow, right? But we've all seen, and this could be like, and who knows, this could be a Mandela effect, which we talked about uh, in a previous episode. Oh god, the Mandela effect fucks me up so bad. And like we we've talked about it, like we like I remember seeing pictures of a flag with multiple shadows, right? Um, my biggest Mandela effect thing is that, uh, Sinbad starred in like a genie movie when I was a kid. Yeah. He, like, did, he, didn't, rem- he didn't do that. I remember seeing it. I remember watching the movie, but like all these other people claim, and even Sinbad's like, nah, man, like I never did that. I'm like, I've seen it. Yeah, like so the whole thing is interesting cuz like there's things that people have brought up about it. Um some of the pictures look very like campy and sci-fi movie-ish for the era, stuff like that. Um So that's one of my favorites because it's one of the ones that you could lend some actual credibility to. Um just with how things are the, I, I and we'll talk about this later. I actually have a theory of how you can gain or subtract credibility from a theory right. on this, uh, based on certain certain things. But like this one to me would be one of the easier ones to prove or disprove. Prove like it's one of the easier ones to believe, right? Um, just because there's, I mean, it, it's it's a tight knit thing. Like it's it's a very small small know, thing like i don't know if i could actually buy into that one like i i honestly think that we did go to the moon in, i think we did too but like it's it, like it's it, it's one of those that it that's like if you're like just starting getting conspiracy theories like that's a good one to start with yes like it's like an easy one like it doesn't really matter if we did or we didn't like we know that we did after after that fact like yes. like we've definitely been to the moon yeah, and no, I mean and part of the part like of the conversation with that Nazi is the base hidden on the far side, the dark side of the moon. Like, no, that's the Decepticons. No, yeah, the Decepticons are up there. But like, I mean, everyone likes to talk about, oh, there's this hidden on the dark side of the moon. Okay, does it, that it doesn't work like that? The moon rotates. Like at some point, the dark side of the moon, we're gonna see. Right. Like, and, like, and it's not that the it, the moon doesn't rotate, but the moon orbits around the Earth. But the moon also spins. Like we're right. we're like if something was like on the dark side of the moon today, like within the next six months or whatever, like the dark side of the moon today would be the light side of the moon in six months. Like something can't hide specifically unless they like have like thruster technology that the thing is actually like floating and hovering above the actual surface. Like well, let's not get into that. Yeah, that's a whole. Nother, let's not open that can. Whole, of worms. Not, whole nother episode. Lisa, so like. The simple ability, like, and, and this, a lot of the, I'm looking at it right now, that's why I sounded a little distracted earlier, like, some of this has been, like, some of the theories have been disproven by science, right. by, by advancements in science and measurement. Exactly. Um, But, like, it, it's, to me, that's one of the ones that could be more believable, because right. like, just, just to, and, and I'll get to the reasons why And, like, later, the people but, that are like, oh, well, when you look at the flag, like, the flag is standing straight out. There's no way and like, actually, in a I, vacuum of space. Listen, guys, like, the easiest and simplest explanation of that is the top of the flag actually had a rod in it 
so it stuck straight out. Well, and like, part you know, part of that, like the va- the vacuum of space with no gravity, there's also the possibility it could stand straight out. Some of the conversation right. was it looked like the flag had a little bit of a wave to it, which would not have happened because there's not in the vacuum. There of space, shouldn't be any no, wind there's in no, space. There's yeah. no breeze, so that was part of it. Um, but that's still one of my favorite ones because it kind of let like. That's kind of like, like, well, like why why why, why would we fake that? Like right. would be the question. Well, because if you remember at the time, like we were fighting with Russia, War, yeah. uh, like, and that was kind of a, an important thing of like, if we can get to the moon, we can do other stuff. I mean, like, twenty years later, I mean, Reagan said he was going to build like a force field around the United States of America. That right, like, and like, and there's like, <laughs> there's there's also plans currently for the first hotel style like space station where you could go like live. Yeah, I've space. seen that. Like. You know, like the fact that like that's happening is amazing, but like people like you or me will never be able to experience it because it'll be like ten million dollars. Oh my god! Like a night. that's that like, and you know what? Take the people who can afford that and get them off my planet. Like, leave more money for me. <laughs> that's all I have to say right. about it. But uh, so, what's what's your first uh, your first big one that you uh, you're big on? Uh, my first one is that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald actually did not kill Kennedy. Oh shit! Yes. Which which is a fairly popular one. Yes, um, that is. I mean, there was an entire movie about it, and at bare minimum, it was that he didn't act alone. But, no, it's not. It's not even that he didn't act alone. Like there was no like the whole grassy knoll thing. That's just that's just hogwash. Like that. Love some whole, hogwash. Gotta the whole keep your grassy knoll thing. That's just you know conspiracy theory stuff. But. Um, so Lee Harvey Oswald, his first shot that went through uh, Kennedy's shoulder and into the governor of Texas in front of him, that actually happened. Okay, that was actually Lee Harvey Oswald's shot. Right. However, it is my belief that the actual killing shot that hit Kennedy did not come from Oswald. It came from a Secret Service agent in the car behind him. That when they heard the first shot, they stood up in the car because it was also a convertible. The guy in the back seat stood up, went to draw his M4 or M16 at the, M16 at the time, uh, and when he pulled it up, it accidentally discharged, and that is the bullet that struck Kennedy in the skull and killed him. Interesting. Yes. First and foremost, that is the most depressing story of accidental discharge. That any man has ever had. Yeah. You've never had accidental discharge that has ruined a night the way that that would have. We can't be super serial about everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this one's interesting. Because um, again, the, like the, 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 the JFK alleged assassination is and has been and still is to this day one of yeah. the most heavily debated political events in our country's history in the world's history absolutely um you know there was a guy who got the whole thing got pinned on i mean again there was an entire movie of stemming off the magic bullet theory that basically sat there and said like scientifically speaking this could not have been one bullet from one man because of entry and exit wounds mm-hmm. and again like science says at bare minimum he didn't do it alone right like like, yeah, absolutely. At bare minimum, like, Lee Harvey Oswald didn't do it alone. But his co-conspirator was unwittingly an accomplice, and it was completely accidental. Uh, I saw, and this all stems from a documentary that I saw years ago, and I don't remember the name of it because it was on Netflix. I watched it, and this is where this whole theory comes from, and it had very, very, very compelling evidence. Hmm. But when I went back like three or four days later to watch it again, documentary was straight gone. Like it didn't oh, exist. Maybe, like, maybe you maybe you dreamt that it happened. Maybe that's a Mandela effect thing. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but like there's actual like proof. Like there there was a Secret Service agent that they were looking into. Uh, his name was George Hickey. Um, after the fact, you, you can look this up. Uh, I'm looking it up. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, George Hickey was his name. I made sure I double checked all this information before I came over here um, that he was, he was the, the secret service agent that his M 16 accidentally discharged and struck Kennedy in the skull. It was completely accidental. He had no means to like 
want to kill Kennedy. No, it just complete freak accident. Like he, you know, the M16, he must have just had his finger on the trigger. He had poor trigger control as he was bringing it up to, because they were facing completely the opposite. Like Lee Harvey Oswald was technically behind them when he shot. Right. So when he came up, he had to spin to turn around and instead instead of spinning like counterclockwise, like so he didn't drag his rifle around the front of the president, um, he spun clockwise into the president. And when he came up and did that, his finger accidentally hit the trigger, bullet went off, boom, Kennedy's done. Interesting. I really, I really wish I could find that documentary because uh, so it was like very, I, very compelling. The Philadelphia Inquirer actually, uh, it, it's an article called Shooting Holes in the Theory that a Secret Service Agent Killed President Kennedy. Uh, and they actually talk about the, it, it, I, it looks like it was called JFK the Smoking Gun. Uh, and it, it aired at one point around the 50th anniversary of the assassination, and it was supposed to do it. No, no, this was this was another documentary that was made probably... It had to be within the last like. Either either way, when it, did I watch it? Really, it was after it was after I got out of the army, so it had to be sometime after twenty, like almost twenty thirteen to newer than now. It was made, but like I said, like it was on Netflix one day. I was like, oh, a Kennedy assassination documentary. Like, let's see what this has to say. And I watched it, and then it was gone a week later. Like I couldn't find it again. So and, and it's funny, like. They, they, they break it down like saying, like, accidents don't get any freakier. Think about it, a stationary marksman aiming a rifle. Misses hit with his first shot, but a federal agent lurching in a car just happens to fire at the perfect up-down, left-right angle to hit Kennedy in the head. It yep. isn't much more, uh, isn't it much more likely that at least one of Donahue's estimations was off target? Like, the whole thing, again, this has, this has been, I think, will forever be the no most... No one will ever know. This because, is the most like, contended I know, I know for a fact that they have, like, sequestered... Like JFK's like brain and skull, like that will never yeah. see the light of day. Like there will never not, ever not be, in our lifetimes. There will never ever be any more like forensic testing or investigation into the matter. Like they they quote got their man with Lee Harvey Oswald, and we're yeah. just gonna like end and, and again full the, stop. The whole, we're just gonna end it there. The fact that they admit somewhat that there was a third shot. And like, yeah, the whole thing just reeks of some type of cover up for some reason. Absolutely. And especially with the like with the Kennedy family's tumultuous history, like, oh, my God, none of of them to be a Kennedy means you are going to die in a horrible, horrible way. Right. Like you or be involved in some kind of like nasty conspiracy. I mean, Jack Kennedy, you're going to live some fucking awesome life for sure. Right. But it's going to end short. Either you're going to get shot in the head, die in a plane crash. Or, like, have your family cover up the fact that you were drunk driving and killed some woman that was not your wife. Allegedly. Allegedly. Listen, the common debauchery cast is not trying to get, not trying to get Weinsteined. Allegedly. Or, no, who was the, who was the dude that got Clinton? Epstein. Epstein. There we go. Yes. We're not trying to get Epstein here, so all of this is alleged. We do not confirm nor deny the existence of any of these theories. Um, but, you know, he fucked an ostrich, right? Allegedly. It, it had to be a sick ostrich. And I would still contend that it took more than two people. Absolutely. Um, you know, so, some some conspiracy theories out there are so far-fetched that there's no shot in hell they're real. Uh, one of my favorite ones of those is that the NFL is rigged. Um, and, and solely based on the standpoint of you're never going to convince me that a man who is playing for his life, who is playing for millions and millions of dollars, in hopes of getting millions and millions of more dollars, right, is going to willingly be the guy that drops the game-winning catch, or willingly be the guy that misses the game-winning pass, or like field goal, or whatever it may be. That like at some point in the entire history of the NFL, so one dude, one, didn't come out and say, "I was paid to drop that ball. Right. I was paid to miss that tackle." Like, you know. Hey man, like we're gonna get the Saints in the Vikings game. It's gonna look like the Saints are gonna win. It's gonna be a last minute ditch effort. Listen, man, throw... the Saint the NFL ain't the WWE. And and that's really where this like this entire theory kind of stems off of. And 
Like uh, this, this one to me is so far fetched. There's no shot in hell. I mean, if, no shot. I mean, hell. if we're gonna go with like the NFL is rigged, like where's where's also like all the conspiracy theories, or maybe there are them that you know the NBA is rigged, that MLB so, is rigged. So uh, some of the stemming of this comes from uh, some of the rampant cheating and rigging of games in international soccer play. Because of mob, uh, because of the mob, right? And they and they lead that to you know it's rigged by Vegas for betting purposes, sure. And you know money doesn't lie, and so on and so forth. But again, at some point, like we all know, people work their asses off to become professional athletes. You think you're, they're going to give that not, up? You're at not going to convince me. Become a hack and a sellout? Like there's there's no amount of money that is worth like not even if every single person had a price which i believe everyone does you're not gonna make that pro- like you might be able to like the top tier guys like the top tier like we're gonna pay you billions of dollars make you one of the richest people on i mean the let's planet. just talk let's just talk mahomes real quick it, with this whole with this whole theory like mahomes is already on like a 500 million dollar contract right. over the next 10 years like like you're is are, he gonna is he gonna throw the AFC Championship game and like you're not not even that like so they got they got pretty beat up pretty good in in the Super Bowl right you're you're gonna tell or, yeah me, it was a, it was the Super and, Bowl and and maybe just maybe okay you could look and say like the contributing factor to that loss was the NFL got to the offensive line of the Chiefs made them all very very handsomely rich and. They were all undrafted. They were all undrafted players. Right, none because of, none of them their entire drafted. offensive line was like none decimated the, for the Super Bowl. Of, right, and none of them got drafted. So you're going to tell me that a dude who's playing on an undrafted line, who's playing in the Super Bowl, who if he holds up well against big names like Indomitian Sue and the rest of the, that that defense, right. wouldn't be looking at a multi million dollar extension? Absolutely not. Like I'm, I mean, hey, like I'm I, I played my ass off to right. get here. Like I'm an undrafted free agent. Like I, nobody I probably, wanted me. I probably you spent gave time, me a chance. I probably spent time on multiple practice squads. Right. I I bounced around. I, you know, did what I had to do. And now also like, you're gonna like billions and billions of dollars to throw like to to throw a football game because the world thinks Kansas City's gonna win and it it it's good. For no, betting absolutely and, not. No. Like I'm I'm an undrafted no. free agent like. Bounced around multiple practice squads. Like Kansas City finally gives me a chance, and now I'm starting in the Super Bowl. And even even if you get a like, dude to buy no, in in the immediate, no. even if you get a dude to buy in in the short term, that dude. Okay, so two of those guys on that offensive line just got cut. So even if you got paid billions of dollars to to, to miss blocks and blow that game, there's no guarantee that Mahomes doesn't do amazing things that Mahomes can do, and you and you don't win anyway. Right, and there's no guarantee that that dude in two years doesn't sit there have a conscious a crisis of consciousness and say, you know what, like I need to come out come clean on this. Like, guys, the NFL's rigged. I got paid billions of dollars. Here's right. my bank account in the Cayman in the Cayman Islands. Like, here's proof. There's no way, no way, no yeah. shot. No, there's no, there's absolutely no way that any professional sports. Uh, I mean, maybe boxing, but. Like, uh, on the other end of this, there's there's outlandish conspiracy theories that at one point were were so outlandish that ended up being true, and those are fun to talk about too. Uh, the main one that comes to mind for me is the MK Ultra incident. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. So that that entire thing was there was a conspiracy theory out there that the gov- U.S. government was toying with mind control drugs and mind control. Yeah, they were they were testing with LSD and acid. Yes, to try to control people. Because of rumors that uh, specifically the Germans and the Russians were doing the same thing. And the CIA, who kind of does whatever the fuck the CIA wants because they're the CIA and they will erase you uh, and send you to whatever god you choose without anybody having remembered you existed. Your parents won't even remember that they had you for 30 years. Yeah. So they will find a way to just delete you from the world and they just do whatever they want. It came out at some point that this was actually a thing that happened. And yeah, it was one of the. It, I believe it was one of the first times that people looked and be like, "Our government be fucked." Right, and like it wasn't as bad as like the conspiracy theories made it sound. Though it literally was like they were just doing testing with like, oh, like, inhuman, like inhumane, nonetheless, like inhumane, drugging people. Yeah, but like, but like 
it was just like the, some of the conspiracy. All right, let's it, let's dose this guy with LSD and see what what happens and what we can make him do. Right, and what he remembers after the fact. And some of the conspiracy theories were like they were opening your brain up, rewiring you, sending you on a mission, and then bringing you if you survive, bringing you back, rewiring you. You have no idea it happened, Listen, and you just man, go about like, life like. I'm no neurosurgeon, but like I'm pretty sure if like you open up someone's brain and start tinkering around, like they're either going to be dead or at the best, like a vegetable. So, but and and that comes back to the idea of like there's things that our government knows and does that we don't e- we couldn't even fathom currently, right? But again, it's that's one of those things you know, science generally accepted science basically says that we understand about twenty percent of what our brain is capable of, right? So. There's no way that back when this was going on, like back then they probably understood about 20% of our, what our brain was capable on. And that's what we like didn't know they knew. Right. We probably understood publicly about 10%. So like, let's say right now we understand 20, they probably understand 30 to 40% of what our brain is capable of. Right. But like, you're not going to tell me that like back then you could open someone's skull cap up, be like zip, zip, zap, zap, zoop. And all of a sudden like, Hey man, oh, I, let me just, let me just poke this little area right here. That'll make him, that'll yeah, turn no, him cut, into the winter soldier. Cut, cut the yellow wire attached to the blue wire, make the green wire turn into the orange wire. And we're yeah. good. Like, no, we didn't understand that. We, like, we, and listen, is it possible that actual legitimate mind control can be a thing? Sure. Yeah. Like we, we've we've seen cults brainwash people to believe some yeah. of the most ridiculous things on the planet, but to that extent, like, I mean, just look what Manson did, or like David Koresh, like right. Which cults and shit like that will be another fantastic topic to talk. Oh, about. I would absolutely love. Maybe next week, if we do another one, we can do cults because. Oh God, yeah. Or even like and serial be, killers, and that'll be a good one I to mean, have Alien on from the like. Fuck man, like yeah. my whole like half sleeve is just straight serial killers. That that may be our first ever three person episode because that would be something she would love to take part in too. Yes. So uh, that'll keep us away from asking it for another week. Uh, there's another big one out there, the Denver airport. Um, you know, I didn't know about this one until you mentioned it to me when I got here today. Yeah, and you were telling me all about it, and I was like. What? No. And then, like, you told me one specific thing, and I was like, all right, let me look this up. And I pulled up Google Maps, and, like, it literally... The runways absolutely look like a holy shit. Like... So, if you don't... I'm not going to spoil this one too much, but if you look into the Denver airport, there are some very specific things. Like, there's some symbols around that you see that lead to you to believe that there's some type of inner workings. It's heavily tied to an organization known as the World New World Order. Um... The dedication of the building is to the new which I mean, not world. to get too far into like the whole new world order thing, but like that is probably something that I believe in. Like that there, there is like one world government. There is that there is, are things that we will never even remotely understand as as a mass no. of people, and that is no. another conversation for another day. Um, some type of order that is at least if they don't already control things, they're trying to right definitely exists. Um, and you can tell that from, again, people who know things, if they try to start telling things, all of a sudden disappear. Right. That's all you need to know. Um, and so, that's about as political we're going to get on this show as yeah, we ever do. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so if you look at the end of the Denver airport, there's weird things like there. It's it's the it's built on top of an underground city, which is the headquarters for said New World Order. There's things about the airport. Um, you know, the so runways look like swastikas, apparently, with, which, which you know, that, upon that, looking at, like, a Google Maps image, after he told me that, that's what I was refer- referencing earlier, like, he told me that, I was like, bullshit. And, and I pulled up look, a Google Maps, and I looked, and I was like, huh, and, okay, yeah, I can see it. And you could make the argument that it only looks like that if you're looking for it, which, again, here nor there. We will leave that up to you. But if you look through some of the things about the airport, like there's this gigantic uh, blue Mustang in front I of it. I love the name of this thing. And this it's called Blucifer. Uh, it is a blue Mustang that is up on its hind legs, rearing up. It is said to be homage to one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It has glowing red eyes, and I've seen pictures. I don't, I don't quite remember the, uh, the blue horse of the apocalypse. Uh, I don't either, but... You know, again, you can't. Maybe you can't be. You can't hit the nail on the head too much. But uh, all I know is the white horse and its rider's name was Death. 
Which is I funny. Don't, I don't recall a blue horse. Uh, if you look up Blucifer, it's very blatantly a demonic looking blue horse in the daylight. It looks like it's a white horse with glowing red eyes at night. I'm telling you, you bust out the phone, look it up, and tell me I'm right. wrong. I mean, I, I feel like I need to get like a laptop to bring with me if I'm going to be like a regular on this show, so like I can like we'll, look things up not on my phone. Go going forward, uh, I may be getting an iPad soon, so I would let you borrow that for this. Lucifer, there it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, tell me that nighttime picture of that thing. Like, why is that in front of an airport? Yeah, why? Like, why? Why does it? Why does it have glowing red eyes? Like, of all the colors you could choose for its eyes to glow. And so this, and this is what leads people down this road of this conspiracy theory of the, there's more to this than meets the eye. Uh, not to be confused with the like, robots, even that like change. this thing's mane, like yeah, it, it doesn't look like demonic. a regular mane. Like it's like it looks it's like a demonic. spiky. And there's it's spiky, and even its tail, like there's it's not so, like it's not like so a well, much to it's not a well groomed no like tail or mane. Like and they're they're spiky. Like on seriously, the, guys, like look this the, up. On like, the surface, it is said that this was meant to be a, a cheap plug here, tip of the cap to the Wild West. And wild Mustangs that were ungroomed, unkept, and just the wild free spirit of the wild, wild west. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rata, No You Don't Want Nada. Oh, fun fact. Apparently, Blucifer is anatomically correct, and it's got a set of balls on it. That's I've heard that, too. Uh, I, for some reason, it just it just fucking came up. and I like, saw that picture, too. Yeah. I, I just didn't bring it up. Why is that? Congratulations, needed? horse balls just made it onto common debauchery. That's why. That's why we named it common debauchery. Uh, so that whole thing again. There's so much to unpack there. I recommend looking into it and unpacking it all and reading. Like one night instead of scrolling TikTok for five hours before you go to bed, look up the Don't Denver Airport. Don't judge me. I do it too. Shut up. But look up the Denver Airport and like read the conspiracy theories behind it and the thoughts and pro- like the thought processes behind it. Um. So at this point, I'm going to break into the, like, to me, what makes something believable or not believable, like on the surface. And if you look into the amount of time and planning that some things would take to make them real is what makes them hard to believe. If you've ever tried to organize a team or a group of people to do something. God damn it. Even just organizing a group of friends to meet up at a fucking bar at the same right. time. Like, it's like, a fucking Like, nightmare. planning anything with more than one or two people is damn near impossible at times. Like, me and you? Like, hey, let's meet up at 1 o'clock to do the podcast. Sweet. I'll be here at, like, 1245. Right. You want to get 10 people together? All right, you're going to get to do the shows up at noon. You're, you're going to get, get to do, do the, the shows, shows up, up right up right about time. You're going to do to do the shows up at like 3 o'clock. Like, oh, man, like I forgot. I slept in. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, like, like it, so, but you're going to tell me that like uh, something, again, like the NFL being rigged. You're going to yeah. tell me that 32 teams of 53-man rosters plus coaches plus Practice squad. Practice squad plus draftees. Like guys, guys who've been questioned about would you be willing to do this and said no. Didn't come out and be like, hey, guys, by the way, right? Like, I'm not playing in the NFL because I was not okay with playing games that were rigged. Like, right. Well, and that's the, there, that's the biggest thing with that. Like, so much. So, like, say, so much. Say, like, you know, for the sake of it, like, Tom Brady, you know, they approach him like, hey, Tom. Giselle's his handler. We're, we're rigging the NFL. Um, so either you're in or you're out. Like, so again, like, so the conspiracy theory to me either goes like they're they're all in, like every player every, in the NFL, thirty two teams, fifty three man rosters plus, plus coaches boss, plus coaches training plus staff, training staff guys who've been cut guys who played right. one year and fell out like right or they're out and they never played down in the league but like if that was the case like why wouldn't those guys come forward and be like hey I'm not playing in the league because. Because like I, I got, wouldn't I got drafted out. by the Bills and don't, the NFL. Don't, don't don't use the Bills. Okay, I got drafted by what's the, the by the Patriots. I, I got drafted by the Patriots. Thank you. The Patriots. The NFL approached me and basically told me, "This is how things work. the The games are rigged. Like you will do what we tell you when we tell you to do it. 
You will blow games. You will win games based on this. Uh, and the guy says no. And they're like, okay, will you say no? Like, what do they do? Like, take him out back and shoot him in the back of the head? Because they if, call, I, was, they if call I was that CIA. guy... Yeah, right. If I was that guy <laughs> and they were like, you either do this or you never play, I'd be like, well, number one, I'm not doing it, but fine. Like, if this is how it's going to be, I'm not going to play. Right. I'd be on the phone with, like, ABC News. Yeah. Like, And, and again, th- there's there's not enough money in the world to pay enough people to keep that whole thing a secret. No. On the other end, part of the reason I believe potentially the moon landing could have been is because you could have gotten, like, you could have taken just footage of whatever like you could have created right. the footage and gotten a small group of 10 people total yeah in on that a smaller group is easier to control yes than a larger like, group hey like if you want to hey if astronauts you wanna... we will make you richer than you've ever been right like you know people that are like you know people that are on camera talking to them while they're on the moon like yeah you know, there were, were like the footage was all of the moon and right. it, like one or two people talking to him. So like what you need the three astronauts, you need the, the mission cam- control, mission control, and you need cameramen and like people to run the, the small set. Right. Like again, 10, 20 people tops. Like and again, listen, keep your fucking mouth shut and we'll make you richer than you've ever imagined. Like, I mean, I'm you'll, not, you'll never I'm not want saying for that anything. I wouldn't. But like, I'm just saying, like, if the government ever approached me and was like. Listen, if you do this... Listen, we're going to fake the Mars landing where, like, we're going to build a settlement. Like, yeah, you're going to be a person on the Mars landing, and we figured out, quote, a way to bring you back in a year. Uh, You know, so we're going to film you getting on the space shuttle. We're actually going to launch the damn thing, but there's actually going to be nobody on it. It's just going to disintegrate in space. Uh, you just need to come live in this it, bunker. You're you're for gonna you're a gonna year, you're gonna year come and hang half. out at you're gonna come hang out at the underground lounge of Area 51 for a year, right? Because and no then, one's allowed to see it. And then we'll quote bring you back, and I'd be like, "All right, how much money are we talking here? Right? Like you, you and your family will be taken care of. You will never want for anything. When you come back in a year, you need to pretend like the whole thing was real. Yeah, and you'll be." Very quietly, like, a millionaire. Once, once like, a week, we'll have like a whole like fake like you know environment set up at Area Fifty One. Like you just got to put on like the spacesuit once a week and basically like film a movie. Like you're actually doing shit and filming shit there that you're actually on Mars. I'd be like, listen, you give me like fifty million dollars. Listen, man, you make it I'm so man. you make it so I'm comfortable and my family's comfortable. We want for nothing. Right. I'm in. I mean, like, I don't even I don't even want a dollar amount. I'm just like, listen, guys, like I'm not going to ask for anything like outrageous and extravagant. Just like enough to be happy. Like if I call you up and be like, hey, guys, like I want to get a new car. <laughs> just give there's, me there's give this me new, the forty thousand dollars for this, this new car. New, there's this new Jeep truck that'd be really nice to own without payments. Right. Like, like, yeah. Oh, hey, like, I but, don't want this multi-million dollar mansion. And, and again, but like, like you, you hey, look at, you look I at would the like this nice, live in. I would like this nice house for my family or even just for myself. Like, look, you at, know, look at the day and age we live in. Right. Like kids on TikTok can make it look like they're doing these like some of the wild transitions of like turning and spinning. And like I showed you that. Yeah, one, that was nuts. That, kids can oh do that shit. God. You're going to tell me you need more than 10 people I'm to make 30, that scenario. We I'm talk about 30 happen? years old. U.S. government, come find me, hide me for a year and pay me millions of dollars to do it to make your next hoax. I'm in. So uh, me too. Like, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We've talked. We've each talked about our like the one we believe in the most. Or oh, I did like, not talk about the one I believe in the most. Well, we we had two that we were like were our favorites. Yeah, I only we each talk- talked about one. Yeah, my second one, which I changed midway through talking, is lizard people. Ooh, the lizard people idea is so cool because and you could like YouTube lizard people. And watch the countless clips of times that, like, it looks like celebrities. Like, they're like Hillary Clinton is one of them, where, listen, like, they go to blink, and right before they blink, it looks like they sideways blink. Yeah, listen, like, I'm firmly that Mark Zuckerberg is actually, like, a fucking android or something. Like, the lizard people idea is so cool to me 
It's and basically the idea is that there's this underground civilization of lizard people that are infiltrating and taking over the world, and yeah. like awesome, like so funny, so cool. From a, it's, it's one of those that's like it's just so far fetched. It's like it's just fun to but to but believe th- in and but look think at. about like who if you know about lizard people and you believe in lizard people, how unbelievably easy would it be for the lizard people to keep this a secret? You're lizard people. You either agree, like you're either a lizard person who knows that you need to keep quiet or you're not and you don't know that there's lizard people. Right. It's literally like saying, okay, there is this group of, like there's this island of people that exist and they come to the mainland to interact with us and fit in and just mill in with us. We don't know they exist. They do, but want to keep it a secret as a whole. Right. So who's going to tell? Nobody. Because they know that if we find out that lizard people are a thing before they've taken over, we're boned. We are absolutely like, like it, like our takeover doesn't work if right. people find out before we're ready for them to find out. So the and, only, and the once, only people once, that once would, they, that once they do finally are the release, people keeping it a secret. Once they finally do like release the information, like, Oh, Hey guys, by the way, like the whole theory of like lizard people running the government, it's completely true. Side you're bl- fucked. Side blink. <laughs> like you're fucked. Like, this theory's been going around for years. You did nothing about it except like debate and argue over it and say no. There's no, no such there's thing no as lizard way. people. Well, guess what? The entire government's now run by lizard people. There's nothing you can fucking do about it. Right. Like, and like and again, by the time we actually know it's true, it's too fucking late. There's almost nothing to base this on except for some weird video evidence of people side blinking right. and shit like that, or like their eyes changing a hair. But again. From the idea of like keeping like large numbers of people keeping it a secret, again, the only people that need to keep it a secret are the, the people, people that, that are, know. Yeah, like and are like are the people that are the lizard people because, like, the only other people you need to worry about are the people that you're like, hey, listen, I'm a lizard person. If you want a high station in our government power like takeover, shut your fucking mouth. If not, I'm gonna eat you, and make it look like you you know committed suicide in a jail cell. Wah, you know wah, what my simple wah. answer to that is. Yes, sir. Like, right. How much are you paying me right. to keep my mouth shut? Yep. <laughs> make, make it make it comfy. Make it a like comfy said, number, and I'm in. Like I said, I don't want a ten million dollar mansion, but I would like a nice like house with like maybe ten acres. So that would that is like I don't know if I believe it, but it's the most fun to me that it yeah. would, would would be could be plausible that like I mean we've I think we all generally agree we're not alone in, in, in this. In, the, in this universe for sure no uh, there's, there's no there's no way there's no that shot you can we're tell alone me. in on the world on, no. on this planet so like no. this is absolutely believable it's absolutely a thing that could be a thing there's absolutely no it, way that you can tell me that in the infinite expanse that like the galaxy not even just the galaxy but the universe is that you know hundreds of billions and trillions of planets there's no fucking way you're telling me that we're the inte- the only intelligent life that have ever existed anywhere. No, not, not a fucking chance. So uh, we're just about out of time here. So hit me with your last, your 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 big one. What's your what's your big one? Hitler did not die in the bunker. Uh, so uh, it, it it's it's based on uh, a documentary that I watched. Um, called Hunting Hitler. It was on Discovery Channel or History Channel. I'm not sure which one it is, but it has some uh, reliable people that I actually firmly believe and trust. Uh, One of them is a Special Forces soldier called uh, Tim Kennedy. Uh, He was one of the investigators on the whole ordeal. Uh, And it spanned like three seasons. They looked into... Like, the first season was basically like, all right, if he could escape, how would he do it? Where would he go? Is it even possible for him to do it in the first place? And as the seasons go on, there is just so much evidence that basically proves there's no way Hitler actually died in that bunker. Like, his last public appearance to the time that they found his body dead, 10 days. There's a 10-day gap. Right. Um, you're telling me that people like, you know, Joseph Mengele, 
you know, the 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 guy who ran Auschwitz and was in charge of all of the terrible experiments and shit that they were doing there. Uh, you're telling me that he got out of German Nazi Germany before the war ended and died of a stroke on a beach in like Brazil, but like the leader of the Third Reich shot himself in the head in a bunker. I'm sorry. No. So the fun part about this whole thing is there have been multiple counts of finding relocated Nazi German generals, yeah, officers, like, like, like I said, like assimilated Mangala, into normal Mangala, everyday Mangala life. died in, uh, he died of a stroke on a beach in South America somewhere, like lived out the rest of his life on a beach in South America. Um, who who else was it? There was a couple other ones that got caught down there in South America, like high-ranking Nazi officials, like well-known high-ranking Nazi officials made it out. Right. And like, like there's no way you're telling there, me that there, Hitler didn't. There are people there. there you're like, you're finding people like, oh, this dude who did these atrocious things, who was very, very famous back then as a person, found a way out, assimilated into the culture of another country as John not, Smith, not even assimilated into a culture of another country, there are basically Bavarian villages in South America. Bariloche, I think it's in Chile, right? Is literally like you step into Bariloche, you are stepping into a German town. They yeah. like they speak German, Spanish, like it. it it's, it's insane, and like ridiculous like so like as much as those things because you can find like heavily italian heavily polish heavily whatever heavily hispanic like villages all around the world so like that's not the fact that you're finding you're finding like heavily influenced and like built up i'm I'm german villages well i'm i'm more intrigued by the fact south america i mean I'm, i'm not like it's not even that i'm i'm intrigued by the fact that like people have been found living normal everyday US American lives as elderly Americans that when they die it turns out like hey this dude was actually this German dude from World War II like yeah. that we've been looking for for 40 years. Yeah. Like that stuff's insane to me like you didn't recognize his face he looked like he looked different acted different and there was no yeah. German influence on his life at all. Yeah. Like and a lot so, of them and a lot of them actually have actually like it, it's been found that they changed their name to like Something heavily Jewish. Well, the Catholic Church was actually heavily involved in and getting and them that, out. Listen, and that is another onion we can peel another Literally, day. like this was all in the documentary. Like the Catholic Church was actually like baptizing these Nazis and like absolving them of their sins and giving them like fake passports right. and documents to get out of the country. And, like, and there, there's even rumor of like training them to get rid of their German accent and learn yeah. another language and everything. And like, that's the stuff to me that's absolutely wild. And the, the the only thing that like put some like put a damper on this, uh, if you remember a little while ago there was an actual there was a documentary called Hunting Hitler. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. This okay. is where it's all stuff. Okay. From. I, I I did walk away for two seconds, I had to take care of something real quick, but like I heard that like a, a couple of buddies I didn't watch it, but a couple of buddies of mine did, and they were like they basically said like every episode kind of led to like nothing, but Presented some fantastic facts, but ultimately led to nothing. Well, the biggest um, thing they talked about, one of the biggest things, was that uh, the Russians were actually the ones that uh, got to the bunker first. They okay. con- they controlled that part of Berlin got at it. that time. They just straight up like picked up the bodies off the floor that were said to be Hitler and Eva Braun and just burned them. And then they took the skull that they said was Hitler's. Uh, they never let anybody touch it, examine it, nothing. Uh, probably about 10, 15 years ago or so, they finally let someone um, examine it and like DNA test it. And it turns out that the skull that they claimed was Hitler's like as evident proof of, yes, Hitler died in the bunker. Here is his skull. It was a female skull. DNA testing yeah. showed it was a female skull. So it like, I could, I could literally talk to you for a complete hour on just this topic of all the evidence that I've seen through these documentaries and that I know, but it is my firm belief that there is no way in hell Hitler died in that bunker. And that is a fantastic spot to wrap it up because that is probably one of the most 
easily. Um, I'm telling you guys, not, like, like just, what, one of the more easily believed ones, just because of just like, seriously, just go watch the three seasons of Hunting Hitler. Um, you can like Google it. You can find it really easily. Just watch the three seasons and tell me you don't think the same thing after right. watching those three seasons. It's definitely going to be something I do with with my immense amount of downtime. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Common Debauchery. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This one took every turn I thought it would and a few I didn't think it was going to. Uh, and Rotten Jack, it's been a pleasure discussing this with you. This has been always so much fun. Uh, and I think at this point we can almost guarantee we're going to be calling you a one of, one of my co-hosts on this show. So all right, I'm in. Yeah, buddy. We will. Uh, we'll be. We'll be doing this again. Again. Uh, BIC. Uh, wow. Good. Good mouth words there, Jaws. Uh, Comet Abatri is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. www.bicbp-radio.com. Visit the website. Find all awesome, all the awesome podcasts from all the amazing creators on the network. Uh, check out my other shows, Hats, Stats, and Stats, if you're a pro sports junkie. Uh, t- tip of the cap if you're a baseball fan, especially in the prep of baseball world. I just had the pleasure of talking to a the head coach of the Buffalo Buttes, uh, the National Women's Hockey League oh, head coach in Buffalo. Oh, is that who that Buffalo. was that I saw you talk yes. to? Okay. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. She was a girl I actually had the pleasure of working with in a strength and conditioning capacity for a little while through her softball team when she was younger, and we talked about that on Tip of the Cap you, recently. Those, so that was Buffalo Buttes, they're... They can play, boy. Like, they can I'd play. like to see them play against the Sabres. They'd probably kick the shit out of the Sabres. Currently, I believe you. Uh, so check that out. Check out you know all the other shows. Give us a like, comment, follow, subscribe. Uh, rate us on anything, anywhere you can find podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth. Find us on social media. Comment Debauchery has its own Facebook page, uh, or you can just follow me. I post a lot of Comment Debauchery stuff on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find all my other info on there. Again, Rotten Jack, thanks for thanks for joining me, buddy. Yeah. What? It, it's good. It's good. I like I like this. I'm confused. He's this staring. Is... He's staring at me funny. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> all right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next week. Hi, I'm Young Andrew Wentz. My dream is to be a podcaster on an awesome network talking about random topics and just having fun. Whoa! What's that beam of Hey, young Andrew Lenz. It's me, Andrew Lenz from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... BSA!